Good day, everybody. Happy Friday. Ah, holy crap. Wednesday. I got the day wrong yesterday too, didn't I? Uh, hope you're doing well. Uh, busy, busy day. Busy day today. Um, lots to talk about. Lots of news. Also, uh, the locals dual stream now appears to be working. So if you're a locals member, you can watch the stream and participate in the locals chat, which gives you more options, more stuff going on, pictures, gifts, all that kind of stuff. How's all, how is uh, all of your evenings? How is your evenings, everybody? There's gifts. I shot well at darts. It's pretty good, pretty good. We're still in first place. That's pretty good. Happy to see that. It's starting with an old video that uh, people desperate for Twitter revenue have been resurfacing. This is always funny. It's a cautionary tale. Not to... Uh, a cautionary tale to not simp. Uh, moderators are a thing in various chats. This is Amaranth. We've had her on the show before. Hey, Josie. Very cool. I know you're going to love your computer. Thanks for using my code. It appears that Amaranth is cosplaying as Black Widow. And uh, her Twitch mod drove a long way and spent a small fortune to meet her IRL and she ignored him. There is no audio on this clip, it would appear. He's offering her a high five. She ignored the high five. Brutal. 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 Also, Rumble.com has released all of the Capitol Police CCTV footage, which is good. So there is a, a channel that apparently has 294 followers and has released all of the Capitol footage. Now, I don't know how in the heck you could, you know, how you could go through all of this. It also says, you know, it's, it's not very sortable. I almost, if it were me, I probably would have said, you know, label the camera and then put the full, uh, You know, the, the, the full one, uh, you know, like if it's 20 hours or something, they should have just labeled the camera and put the whole thing. We shall renounce our citizenship, go to Mexico, cross illegally and get a $5,000 gift card. That sounds pretty good. So they released all that. You're free to lo look through it, but they put it in like 10 minute segments. I, I guess. I don't find this very helpful, but it's out there now. And some internet autists 
uh, will put this all together. Yeah, a, a fantastic internet autist should download all these videos from like the West Dome and then put them all together. So it's like one long feed. I mean, you could see this one. You could find, you can scrub through a lot of the people standing outside. Some of these things are a little more interesting than others. And the ones that most people will probably, most people will probably watch is the, uh, the cameras from inside. They should have created playlists, made this easier to go through. They should have paid some intern to do that. But it's all out there. At least. I think that's a that's an improvement. That's good. Here's like the West Dome. No audio. What's going on here? Who is you? I wonder who's is this like the security team? So you can actually see like what they're zooming in on. You see something going on here. I'm not sure what's going on here. But whoever's on this camera is watching them. Maybe they're just praying. But whoever is on the security team has identified these people as a threat. Probably won't be long now till. Oh, Capitol Police are already there on them arresting somebody. That's what's happening. So what led to this? Okay, I can already see something's getting interesting here. Yeah. Okay. So it finds it finds a it finds an arrest. Oh, CPR. Is that what they're doing? Is this the person that had the heart attack? Let's see. Oh, they're already on the ground. They're laying there on their side. The videos are timestamped in the title. It says a camera 0908 West Dome starting at 13 hours, 02 minutes, and it's 12 minutes. And it goes from 13 hour, 2 minutes to 12 seconds. It's not very, I think you can figure it out. If they're lifting his legs, they think he passed out. Um, somebody's doing CPR. As far as I know, in my recent, in my recent uh, first aid, are we watching a guy die right now? Let's pause this. Um, in my recent training, in my recent training, uh, you aren't supposed to lift their legs anymore. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think you're supposed to lift the legs anymore. Another Panera lemonade victim. Perhaps. Ugh, get that thing off the screen. Starbucks. Uh-oh, Starbies. Starbies. I'm not, I'm not sure I'm totally right about lifting the legs thing, but I think in the last time I got CPR training, they, uh, you do, they have you, do, you don't lift the legs. 
Panera, I'm sorry, Starbucks has lost $11 billion in value in the last week. Oh, it is not taught anymore. People will fall back in their original training. Yeah. You got to put them in the recovery position if they just passed out. But that they're doing CPR, so that person's dead. I think that the, I don't know the reason they don't teach lifting the legs during CPR anymore, but I suspect maybe people had back injuries and then they lifted their legs and they created them worse. I think. Starbucks lost all of this money because of uh, pro-Palestine people boycotting them. From getting woke. Starbucks Corp's recent weeks have been fraught with turmoil as a combination of boycotts, staff strikes, and lukewarm holiday promotion has led to a $10.98 billion decline in market value. And then they also, the swift corporate response sparked a series of boycotts because their union posted solidarity with the Palestinians. The strikes led by unionized workers highlight an urge for improved staffing. I know working at Starbucks is like basically the same thing as being in a steel mill. Um, so a friend of mine, hold on a second. Uh, a friend of mine just put his dog down. I got to send him a voice, voice message real quick. You know, this is uh, what I tell everybody when um, they have to do this. You know, the, I think the pain that you feel right now is inversely proportional to how much that animal was loved. And um, it's not easy and it's never easy. Uh, I still think about Indy a lot and there, there's no replacing a pet, but... Uh, you know, I, th I think the fact that you feel so sad just shows how much that dog was loved and how, how that dog was lucky to have you. So I, I don't know. That kind of helped me. So hopefully that'll help you. All right. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think, uh, I don't think, I don't think like it doesn't get like busy and stressful there. Um, I think, uh, but I do think the unionizing Starbucks workers is a little, like a little weird, you know, a little weird. Go work in a factory once, go do piecework. Go do piecework. Put put together little uh, plastic bottles that are in those. Uh, what are they called? They're like a plastic sheet, and it's like uh, um, and you have to like break them out. They're called something. That's what I would I would do. You know, uh, for a little extra cash, I bailed out on that. I was like soul sucking. 
I was working at paramedic 34 years and I never remember lifting legs for CPR. Yeah. They, they used to say, they used to say like, um, you know, the, 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 they used to say you lift them if somebody passed out, but you wouldn't have been doing CPR if they were passed out, you know? Well, I mean, yes, you would, but no, um, yeah. So anyway, interestingly, the promotion was known. So the red cup pr promotion, uh, the event in 2022 record generated record sales day, despite over a hundred stores striking could not replicate the past success showing only a 31% increase in visitors compared to last year's 81%. So they saw a 50% drop in sales. And I think part of the issue is that, I mean, really at the baseline of it, Starbucks Workers Union injected itself into the political conversation by, you know, I, I believe on the day of the Hamas terrorist attack, issuing some like thinly veiled pro-Palestine statement, which many people perceived as being um, like celebrating a terror attack, a terrorist attack. Perception is reality, of course. Now, there's a lot of weaselly ways that a lot of people like Chicago BLM, Chicago BLM did the same thing and they posted a picture of par a paraglider and said something like, oh, well, we, we weren't saying we weren't celebrating the terror attack uh, that was primarily known as them using a uh, using known for them using paragliders. Uh, we were just celebrating liberation for Palestine. OK, well, then why did you use the paragliders, you weirdos? You know. So, I mean, I, th I think that's so Starbucks Workers Union issued that. I mean, th th you sell overpriced coffee. You know, you sell overpriced coffee to, you know, middle-class white women. It's really not all that complicated. And let me, let me share with you, friends, a little bit of insider coffee knowledge, okay? Do you know why Starbucks is so popular? It's not coffee. It's sugar. All of their drinks... All of their drinks, um, you know, nobody is, is raving about Starbucks's dark roast. Any quality of bean, any coffee is going to taste amazing when you put 18 tablespoons of sugar in it. And that's what these, you know, I used to work at an office where uh, there was, I think there were about 100 employees and uh, there was seven men and 93 women that worked in that office, roughly. That was the split, right? And uh, there, there was daily, multiple daily Starbucks runs from these women because they would all have uh, the app. And there was a Starbucks that was like literally right up the road. I never saw people ordering black coffee from there. They were all ordering, um, you know, sugar frappuccinos with Cool Whip 
whipped cream and sprinkles on top. Mocha Joka bullshits is what they were all ordering. And it's like, you're not addicted to their coffee. They, you don't think they have good coffee. You're having an ice cream sundae and you're telling everyone it's just a coffee. I mean, there are enormous amounts of overweight people clutching a Starbucks cup all the time in, in that office. Now, again, if you just accept it as what it is and you get it and you, you know, hey, this is a treat. Okay, fine. You know, fine. It's okay. But when you order your Starbies, you know, you get your Starbies and a cake pop. Don't tell me it's their coffee that's so good. You have a thousand calories and 200 milligrams of sugar in your hand. That's why it's good. Nobody's ever walking out of Starbucks with a cup of dark roast or their light roast. It's always a mocha, frappuccino, crappuccino, all this kind of stuff. And look, I like that kind of drinks. I like that. Yeah, Starbucks convinced people to have dessert for breakfast, 100%. Jeremy, make a red velvet cake-flavored coffee. Uh, I, I taste-tested a red velvet cake for, on the Christmas holiday. It just didn't taste right. I couldn't move forward with it, but we'll continue to work on it. And usually the baristas are e either 500 pounds or blue-haired or gay men. That's who works at every Starbucks. It's always like, um, you know, I say people will be like, oh, I'm such a coffee. Like, this is all these women, you know, oh, I'm just, oh, I just, if I don't get my coffee, oh, I'm just such a, I'm such a scatterbrain without my coffee. Oh, I'm such a goofball without my Starbies. And then you see, and they have a freaking double venti ice frappuccino with mocha sauce and cool whip. I was like, that's a thousand calories you're drinking right there. I just love my coffee. Ooh, ooh, it's coffee and diet coke. I'm th I'm so interesting. Oh, it's like uh you know, you're not you don't like coffee. You you like dessert. You like your your cake. Now you can order like I would order from the app from there before obviously before I had before I had uh my own coffee company, I would order from there. And I, once I started looking, I would be like, okay, I would get like a mocha latte with no whipped cream and like skim milk. You could get it down to like a reasonable, like a venti would be like 300 calories, but that's still a lot. That's three cans of soda. Oh, I just need my Starbies. Starbies, Starbucks run. Oh, who wants a Starbucks run? If you buy, I'll fly. God, working there with all those women, man, it was tough. The worst offender is Starbucks venti hot mulled fruit. 99 grams or 25 teaspoons of sugar per serving. Yeah, geez. Oh my God, did you hear what this other mom did? She had extra wine and I could see her, her underwear line in her dress. What a slut. Oh my God. I was just talking about her too. Let's go to Starbies. 
Ooh, ooh, Starbucks. Ooh, I do like that idea. Let's be naughty. That's who goes to Starbucks. All right, on a slightly more serious note, there is uh, you know, some interesting conversations being had about leadership at universities like Harvard, University of Pennsylvania, and many others that receive billions of dollars from you know, outside interests and massive donations, things of that nature. And their convenient testimony yesterday where all three university leaders um, refuse to say whether or not anti-Semitism is harassment. All of them. Now, again, I'm not, you know, words are words. I'm not going to ever say hey, words should be illegal or, you know, I don't believe in hate speech. But I do think it's pretty funny that all three leaders of these, you know, Harvard, Yale, all these people, this is what they said. And Dr. Gay at <laughs> Harvard, does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Harvard's rules of bullying and harassment? Yes or no? It can be, depending on the context. Instead of saying yes, she's like, oh, well, uh, it depends. Literally calling for the removal of an entire race of people depends on whether it's harassment or not. What's the context? Targeted as an individual, targeted as, at an individual. It's targeted at Jewish students, Jewish individuals. Do you understand your testimony is dehumanizing them? Do you understand that dehumanization is part of anti-Semitism? It's the first I step. I will ask you one more time. Does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Harvard's rules of bullying and harassment? Yes or no? Anti-Semitic rhetoric. When and is it anti-Semitic rhetoric? Anti-Semitic rhetoric when it crosses into conduct that amounts to bullying, harassment. When it crosses into conduct? That is actionable conduct, and we do take action. So the answer is yes, that calling for the genocide of <laughs> Jews violates. Imagine it's like pulling teeth to get these people. It's like pulling, it's like uh, pulling teeth. Now again, hey, people should have freedom of speech, this, that, and the other thing. Presidents of Harvard, MIT, and Penn refuse to say whether or not calling for the removal of an entire race is bullying and harassment. I bet you if you said it about trans people, it would be. Uh, I got to pause this video here uh, and, and address a chatter, an individual chatter. Uh, most people in the chat know the rules, right? I don't give a fuck about Jewish people or Palestinian people as a, as a TM group of people, okay? But if you're going to come in my chat and spout fucking stupid the Jews shit... Uh, this is not a place for you. Okay. Um, I don't give, I don't ever think about Jewish people. I don't care about them as a, I mean, I care about the ones that I know. 
Um, but if you're going to spout that kind of crap, uh, like I don't, uh, that this isn't the place for you. Okay. So I don't care if you want to talk about the individual actions of somebody or uh, government or whatever. Um, you know, that's fine. But, uh, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't fuck with racism in my chat. It's cringe, dumb. You're better than that. I'm not going to call them up by name, but they know who they are. Okay. Back to the video. Now, here's another video. Representative, uh, from this, uh, Elise Stefaniak. I, I don't know if I'm pronounced. Um, if I'm pronouncing that, you know, correctly, but again, here's another Dr. Kornbluth does M at MIT, does calling for the genocide of Jews violate MIT's code of conduct or rules regarding bullying and harassment? This woman needs to know, learn how to use a microphone, by the way, or get a pop filter. You can't be, p p does, p p does the, p p <laughs> back it up off your face, lady. Yes or no? If targeted at individuals, not making public statements. So what they're saying is at these top universities that you can call for the removal from the planet of an entire group of people. But as long as you don't point at somebody and say that, so you could be surrounded by Jewish people, Jewish students, and you could call for the removal of all Jews from the planet. That is not a violation of conduct at all at the university. Guaranteed if you misgender someone, though, you're out. My stake in all this, again, like people like to get heated. I don't stand for either side. I stand for America. I, uh, I don't want, um, you know, I don't want... America getting involved in this. I don't want my coffee companies getting involved in this and my hot dog companies getting involved in this. Yes or no? Calling for the genocide of Jews does have, not constitute bullying and harassment? I have not heard calling for the genocide. For That's Jews not what she asked. But you've heard chants for intifada. That's true. I've heard chants, which can be anti-Semitic depending on the context when calling for the elimination of the Jewish people. So, so those would not be according to the MIT's code of conduct or rules. That would be um, investigated of, as harassment if pervasive and severe. Ms. McGill at Penn, does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Penn's rules or code of conduct? Yes or no? She's smiling. If the speech turns into conduct, it can be harassment. Yes. I am asking specifically calling for the gen. Why is it so hard to answer this question? If she had said, instead of Jewish people had said black people, they would all say yes. Don't you think? Don't you think? Like, I'm a free speech guy, right? I, I'm not. I'm saying like. These people should be able to say what they want and this, that and the other thing. Okay, look, I'm not saying. But what I'm, what I'm constantly pointing out is the double standard. You know, I, I don't care. 
people if if people if you're gonna let your students say that oh we want to remove all trans people from the planet we know they wouldn't though or black people or gay people or that um you know you can know you you know you're born jewish you, you know what are you talking about genocide of jews does that constitute bullying or harassment if it is directed and severe or pervasive, it is harassment. So the answer is yes. It is a context-dependent decision, Congresswoman. It's a context-dependent decision. That's your testimony today. Calling for the genocide of Jews is depending upon the context. That is not bullying or harassment. Now, there is context, I think. For example, the South Park episode, right? Like uh, where Cartman, you know, is walking down the street and he's like Hitler and he gets all these people to chant this stuff. Um, I have a feeling if there were a marching group of white people at this university saying it's okay to be white, um, uh, you know, they would be kicking them out. The, the, I want to know, so if these if these university leaders say it all depends on context. Okay, in what context is it not okay? Actually, the shorter list should be in what context is it okay? So now, billionaire Bill Ackman de demands a resignation of Harvard, UPenn, and MIT presidents after all three refused to say if calling for the systematic removal of Jewish people is harassment. Their testimony was breathtaking. One after another, all three said calling for this was um, that hate speech, but did not necessarily break their school rules. They would act, they said, if such hate speech crossed the line into conduct. An incredulous Elise Stefaniak, Stefaniak asked, conduct could be committing this act? Now Ackman, who gave $26 million to Harvard in 2014, is calling for the resignation of all three women. Interesting, they're all women, by the way. Elon Musk and countless others also think it's time for the departure after they uh, and say their hearing crystallizes their liberal bias. Harvard Hillel, the school's leading Jewish organization, said it was appalled by the need to state the obvious. The Hartford Alumni Association and the School Board of Overseers are yet to address the remarks. I mean, you know, I, I, I would, I would argue that all three of these women are probably going to be fired and it'll be a stunning act of sexism. The refusal to draw a line around these kind of speech is a violation you know, we are appalled by the need to state the obvious. Um, the president of the university's failure to properly condemn the speech calls into question her ability to protect Jewish students on Harvard's campus. Yeah. I mean, there is context, I suppose, if you were joking, all this kind of stuff. But, like, these people are nuts. And here's Bill Ackman. The presidents of Harvard, MIT, and Penn were all asked the following question under oath. The answers they gave reflect a profound moral bankruptcy of their of these individuals. Uh, Representative 
Elise Stefanik was so shocked with their answers that she asked each of them the question over and over again, and they gave the same answers over and over again. In short, they said, it depends on the context, on whether or not speech turns into conduct that is actually killing them. This could be the most extraordinary testimony ever elicited in Congress, certainly on topics of like this, which is to remind us all the deliberate removal of a large number of people from a particular nation or ethnic group with the aim of destroying their nation or group. The president's answers reflect the profound educational, moral, and ethical failures that pervade certain of our elite educational institutions in large part due to failed leadership. One thing that's happening, you know, one thing that's happening here is a lot of people on the left are getting a little woken up to their progressive buddies. You know, there are varying degrees of progressivism, just like there is of conservatism, right? And sometimes you find yourself aligned with people uh, that, <laughs> you know, maybe you normally wouldn't be. You see Elon Musk, let me help them out here. Calling for the removal of anyone obviously constitutes harassment. I will not send my daughter to these schools. How are we supposed to feel as American Jews after watching this university president's refusing to say it's even harassment? Um, I don't I don't know if I like the word harassment used there. I would just say is it a violation of the student code of conduct or something like that? Because harassment is its own thing. And harassment actually would seem to require a target of an individual, I would say. Um, so they're playing kind of the word game here. It's hard to imagine how university presidents of these testifying the Congress, um, I can only hope they learn from their catastrophic performances. Absolutely mind-blowing video. The presidents of Harvard and Penn smirk during testimony and saying for calling for the removal uh, against Jewish people is not actually against campus policy. Like, I, I don't really understand, uh, <laughs> you know, how we got here, but... What's happening is these woke universities are getting, you know, drawn out now. Now we're really seeing it. And then, you know, you look at these people, these universities, they get a lot of money donated from Jewish people. Bill Ackman, who I assume is Jewish based on his position here, but I don't know that for a fact because that's not something I ever care about anybody. But if he is, he gave him $24 million. I'm sure that's a check he wants back. So all these like woke progressive idiots, um, <laughs> I don't think it should be whoever side you're on in this dispute, which by the way, I am on neither side. But if you have a side in this, I think it's pretty clear. It's, it's pretty sad that you can't say, yeah, I, I, calling for the systematic deletion of an entire group of people is, is okay. Like, I think it's pretty bad that we even have to ask that question. And it's even worse that these idiots refuse to answer it. And by the way, their refusal to answer it means that is an answer. Like, people get that, right? That is an answer. That, you know, that, that they're saying it isn't harassment. by They're refusing to answer. And the whole world gets to see it, and I'm happy for it. You seem to be on a side, Jeremy. Oh boy. Is this the Jeremy dared to say anything nice about Jewish people? He must be a Zionist pig Jew supporter guy. I don't give a fuck. Sorry about my language. A frick about Israel or Palestine. 
The only Jewish people I know, his name is Adam. He's on my dart team, and I've got mad love for him. Other than that, I don't know a single other Jewish person. I don't know any Palestinian people. I live in America. I don't live in Israel. I don't live in Palestine. We have our own problems here. We're being invaded on our southern border. We have 100,000 people a year that die from fentanyl overdoses. Our VA is in shambles. We don't take good care of our veterans. We have a homelessness epidemic. We have a drug addiction epidemic. Pick your, uh, pick your poison. Pick your poison. I'll take any one of those issues over anything to say or do about Israel or Palestine, or honestly, the United Kingdom or Canada or Mexico or South Africa or Australia. I don't care. They all have systems to get in place to make themselves to fix their own problems. We have, we have problems that we refuse to fix in this country. Then let's move on. Well, you poked the bear and then you're mad I responded. Yeah, being against genocide messaging isn't taking a side. Yeah. Look, okay, um, any any Jewish person calling for the systematic removal of Palestinians is also bad. Okay. They're also bad. Just so we're all just so we're all on the same page. <laughs> now I get checks from both the Palestinians and the and the Jews. Wait, I'm sorry. We established this, right? The Jews. Uh, McCarthy leaving Congress by the end of the month. I heard that too. Um, by the way, you know, speaking of uh, Congress, this stream is sponsored by Field of Greens. The apples in your holiday, holiday pie taste amazing, but it's not exactly the recommended five servings of fruits and vegetables. The Mayo Clinic says if you want to prevent heart disease, lower blood pressure, and cholesterol, eat five servings of fruits and vegetables a day which is almost impossible. That's why you need to check out Field of Greens. Every fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens is medically selected by doctors to support your vital organs like heart, lungs, kidneys, and immune system. The holidays are here. You need to stay healthy. Plus, you'll notice your skin, hair, and nails will look healthier too. Field of Greens is the simplest way to get those daily fruits and veggies, and it tastes amazing. Let me get you started with 15% off your first order. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code THEQUARTERING promo code the quartering one word at fieldofgreens.com um by the way um it's something that i've started taking because it's cold and flu season you know and um i can say i, I definitely enjoy it i you know it's quick for me to just take my supplements you know and um feel better and boost my immune system so it's something people should think about so you can use the promo code or the uh, link is in the description as well I've spent a um, decent amount of my time here in Congress sitting through panels and hearings of men attempting to restrict the rights of women and telling us that it's for our own good. Really? Name one. Literally name one. 
Literally name one. I have two. How many screens do I have? I have two. I have like an ultra wide that extends like, hold on, I'll show you. Whoops. Okay. Can I zoom out more? All right, there we go. like that so that's one big monitor in the center that i that i stare at i use it as like three monitors but it's just one monitor and then i have one off to the side i took your photo daniel you're in a public spot Targeting, she says, targeting trans children for playing sports makes all women, whether trans or cisgender, less safe. Not letting a biological man uh, with his female penis fully erect around your daughters is making them less safe. Sex testing is regressive, invasive, and discriminatory. Amber Athy writes, you don't need to check the genitals of female athletes. Babies come out of the womb naked. A doctor marks their sex on a birth certificate. <laughs> like, that's, you know, that's, it's, it's, it's the idea that, you know, if you don't allow, if you don't allow rich Jeremy on like us poorest, this monitor isn't very expensive. It's, you know, if you look up like the Samsung ultra wide, whatever, it's the, I was the bigger size they make. I mean, I'm not saying it was nothing, but it's definitely not like, you know, it's not crazy expensive. I mean, it's like, by the way, when is the last time you saw AOC get ratioed into oblivion like this? Uh, they're like a thousand dollars plus. No, no, it was way less than a thousand. I bought it on like, I think I paid six hundred. I'm not saying that's not nothing, but I'm I'm saying plus it was actually a tax write off, literally, a literal tax write off. Doesn't she always get ratioed? Um, I don't think so. Because she has, you know, all her followers are on Twitter. Yeah, no, she doesn't get ratioed all the time. She very rarely does. Jeremy, it's totally cool that you spend a lot of money on your equipment you use for your job. Oh, no, I know. It's a write-off. <laughs> So yeah, right. Myers, yeah. It was a write-off, so it was free. I just printed off a sheet of paper for my printer and it just has the text write-off on it. I handed it to the guy at Best Buy and he just gave me the monitor. You guys haven't done that? I love that the tax write-off <laughs> it's like printing money. Yeah, I like I it I love uh I love that the tax write-off has become a part of our deep lore.
But yeah, she got ratioed. A lot of people were applying like, let's see, brainwashing children and pushing life-altering treatments for them to be trans is extremely damaging and destructive. Pushing for biological men to be in women's sports is regressive, invasive, discriminatory, misogynistic, and unfair to actual women. Shameful of men beating in women, men beating women in women's sports. You're a betrayer of women if you support this. Why don't you stick up for all the women being robbed of spots on all female teams? Do you hate women? Have you ever heard of testosterone? <laughs> I mean, everybody in here. I mean, I think this is like, I think this is like, um, uh, this is like, you know, the Elon effect. A lot of like hyper progressives, they're still on Twitter. Like they're definitely still on Twitter, but they are not like, uh, they are not as active. Because, you know, Elon, man, bad. Anyway, how about a new undercover video? Hey, Jeremy, can I write off my Starbucks if I can complain about it here? Asking for a friend. Hmm. Well, if the Starbucks was required for you to be here, I think that's a clean write-off. Now, the fact that you're drinking Starbucks and not coffee brand coffee means I'm going to call the IRS and out you, though. It has to be, it has to be coffee brand coffee for it to be a legitimate write-off. Everyone knows that. I don't make the rules. Why are you picking a side here thing? Trans women and women have and women have done some things. Yeah. <laughs> to get on, what do you have to do? Not much. Probably not. Oh. Pornhub parent company Alo employs employee. Kids will find their kink on Alo porn site. Alo writer. Twelve year olds watching trans angels porn probably helps a lot. Quote, need to push that stuff that's less accepted. Get more men, straight men, in on gay and trans porn, too. How easy is it for, like, an underage person to view the site? Hub's parent company, MindGeek, now rebranding as ALO, who has written scripts for MindGeek's porn sites and advertisements for over five years. Today, meet Syl Fernandez. Fernandez is a production coordinator for some of MindGeek's plethora of porn sites. How long have you been at MindGeek? Oh, uh, it's gonna be two years next month. While states are currently enacting laws to require IDs to prevent children from entering porn sites, these three men talked to our undercover reporter about children viewing pornography on MindGeek sites, including Pornhub and TransAngelsAndMen.com, which are MindGeek sites featuring studio-produced transgender and gay-focused pornography. How easy is it for like an underage person to view the site? Go to the site. To be fair, that's not a that's not a them problem. That's a you know internet regulation problem. Let's not pretend like porn is hard to find. Um, you know. 
what do you have to do? Not much. Probably not much, yeah. There was a study that was like... I think it was like 11 years old is the average age kids are now viewing. What do you think about that? I will say I will continue to say like these guys are really stupid they just they want to get their wieners wet I'm sure um because like these questions are so obvious like I know she's gonna get better at this but that's my one big critique for her is that like, I mean, it's so like, if I was in the business, let's say of, of making pornography and the woman I'm out on a date with is a asking me very specific questions about the porn industry and citing reports to me about the porn industry. Like these guys are, are, are vag vaginally blinded TM trademark. Like, I would just, I mean, it's like, oh, okay, you're obviously recording me. Cool, I'm out of here. Like, I, I mean, are you kidding me? Like, it's if you're citing, like, if you're citing these, yeah, an unbuttoned, a button, unbuttoned blouse goes a long way. Yeah, I mean, all these people, all these men are happily incriminating themselves. Um... Like, current days made us overly suspicious. Oh, all of us. Yeah, I think that that's probably true, especially given in the, like, hidden camera era that we're in right now. But I would also say that, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, let's say you were a dirt, you're a dirt mover. You ran an excavator. And you're on a date with some chick. And she's, like, asking you very pointed questions about your business. I'd be like, oh, my competitor paid a hooker to try and get me to give up my, you know, give up my secrets or something. It's not even just that they're, they're in the porn business. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely associated with humor. Right. Like it's natural. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing is that a lot of those religious groups can tell you it's not. And that's wrong. Uh, no, no, it is wrong. You shouldn't be watching pornography at 11 years old. I'm not saying all, you know, I'm not saying most most boys do or don't but i mean i i don't think it's like these religious groups that are saying porn is bad for 11 year olds i think that science says porn is bad for children the science of it all i i think i think generally says nor porno for for little kids do you think that kids go on that now? Do I think they go on there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think they still go on there for sure. All you have to do is like what? Probably check the box or something to. I think so. Yeah. I probably just asked you, are you 18 years old? Yes or no? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they've done like too much on that. It's it's got some educational aspects to it. So. so it's got educational aspects. Tranny porn is educational for young kids. By the way, uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here and you guys might want to call me uh, 
Maybe I'm a, a tranny chaser. Is that offensive term? Yeah, it probably is. But uh, I'm going to say, I don't really think it's any less or more offensive that that kids are watching gay porn or trans porn or, or heterosexual porn. Like little kids shouldn't, 11-year-olds, 12-year-olds, 13-year-olds shouldn't be watching porn. You steal your dad's booby magazine. I think, I think stealing your dad's booby magazine with ridiculous 80s boob jobs in them where they're like the boobs are rock hard, you know? Like seeing that is leagues away from watching some chick have two penises crammed into her asshole at once. Like, I think there are levels to this. Uh, Yalkin, Jeremy, as a business owner, I've seen guys in my trade just give away every secret because they like to brag. Then they get copied and pissed when it happens. People are stupid. That's true. 100% true. Speaking of cramming two meat logs into one asshole, King of Biltong is here. Good afternoon from Anton's in Roanoke, Texas. Free shipping on your Biltong using code the Q on www.landofbiltong.com and antonusa.com. The person who did the super chat for us on Tim Pool, email us, please. There you go. I do enjoy my Biltong. I had my Wagyu and cottage cheese for breakfast today. My whiteness is clearly showing. Why? The, what does that mean? I don't get it. <laughs> Speaking of spicy meat logs, seeing a pair of boobs in a two-dimensional magazine seems less damaging than, uh, than learning what bukkake is at age 12. There's so many. Um... I mean, especially with boys. Rice and Fernandez had more to say about their work, specifically in LGBTQ content. So, like, lonely, repressed 12 year olds are going on trans angels and. Yeah, learning. I think so. I mean, like, think about it. Let's say you're 12 years old, you're still figuring out your sexuality maybe even your gender wouldn't it be helpful to see not a celebration but just like maybe a normalization of something that you think is what you want you know this is gross this guy is saying like this guy is saying well actually we're saving the kids actually actually uh, by producing uh, uh, trans porn and gay porn, we're creating more gay and trans people. That's what he's saying, right? Pretty sure that's, uh, you know. Probably helps a lot. It helps a lot. I think it... Shape sexual attitude. Like even if you find out you're not, that's not what you prefer. Yeah, that's, no, that's an amazing point. Cause like this guy's so thirsty. That's an amazing point. Yes, that hardcore double penetration gay porn that I'm making 
is in fact saving the world. Yes, girl, you're so smart. If, let's say I was 12 and I saw like Trans Angels, I saw all these different sites, it would help me figure out what I do like and what I don't like. Because if you're exposed to nothing, you have no idea. Yes, but if we control what you are exposed to, we can groom you. This guy is an actual groomer. I think that um, when you view that stuff, like, uh, put it this way, though. I don't think that viewing, like, gay porn when you're 12 is going to make you gay. Is that, that you know, that doesn't seem likely. Because I do believe gay people are gay people. Like you're born, like I always say this with men, like uh, if you, if you know, it's hard to fake uh, enjoying another man's penis going into your butthole. Like you're probably gay, all right? There are definitely gay people. But then there are also, I believe, uh, people that are groomed into it, especially women. Um, because it's, you're not taking a, 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 a dick in your butt. So it's very easy from a physical perspective, being gay, being a lesbian is also very like, uh, socially accepted has been for lo far longer than being gay men. Um, but then, you know, I also think that, uh, I also think that there are people that are like trans trenders. There are people that see this stuff are young and impressionable and can be, and can be groomed into in particular, a lot of these like halfway positions, right? Bisexual, agender, um, you know, you know, all this kind of crap, like, these are the people that they couldn't quite groom all the way. I mean, there are people that are gay for pay. That's a real thing too. A lot of, you know, here's something that a lot of people don't know. A lot of the male talent in gay porn videos aren't gay. Did you know that? And maybe you're more like pliable. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on a second. A lot. Yeah. I think it um, shapes sexual attitude. Like even if you find out you're not, that's not what you prefer. Yes. No, that's an amazing point. Cause like, if let's say I was 12 and I saw like trans angels, I saw all these different sites, it would help me figure out what I do like and what I don't like. Cause if you're exposed to nothing, you have no idea. Maybe you're more like pliable. He said the thing. He said the thing. He said the thing. LGBTQ. That's like what you work on. Um, 
Everyone shouldn't be heterosexual. Sure. Of course, of course. No, it's true. No, of course. Of course. Yeah, and it's not right for them to feel that way. And so we give them porn. I'm sure, yeah. I mean, they'll they'll find their kink in there. I'm sure. The thing is, uh -huh, they'll find their like kink. When you write for like Sean Cody, which is like primarily gay targeted, when you write for trans angels, which is trans uh, female presenting targeted, you also try to see how much you can take of that and bring it to mainstream vanilla content, right? Because oh. like Brazzers and Reality Kings is predominantly for straight men, but. You try to like push the envelope as much as you can. Be like, okay, can I hint at like buy content here? Can I can I like talk more about like what if we brought a trans talent onto the site? Here we go. I I feel like I want to uh, I feel like I want to make a standalone video about that, but I also um, I also don't want to get demonetized into oblivion. <clears throat> That guy is probably the worst of all the other people, of all the people they've, they've trapped. RFK is flown out Jeffrey Epstein's jet and his wife had a relationship with Jelaine Maxwell. I, for one, am shocked. I, for one, am shocked that yet another politician has been to Epstein Island. Well, he says he flew on the jet. I was on Jeffrey Epstein's jet two times, Kennedy said, uh, as dubbed the Lolita Express, for its use taking girls to the disgraced Money Man's private island. It was in 1993, and I was on it, and I went to Florida with my wife and two children to visit my mom over Easter. My wife had some kind of relationship with Jelaine Maxwell. Yeah, buying... 12-year-old girls for you to have sex with? On another occasion, I flew again with my family. I think my four children marry my wife to South Dakota to go fossil hunting for the weekend. All right. Well, at least he didn't go to the island. Release the fight logs. They're never going to release the fight, flight logs. You know, by the way, where's all this, like... Uh, you know, remember how they said Epstein had all this like um all this like blackmail stuff? I can't believe none of that got out. I really can't. Not one thing. They did release they released yeah, we know a lot of people that were on the plane. Everyone enjoys a good fossil hunt. I think that's pretty wholesome. Virginia man now presumed dead. Not Virginia man. 
I think the more we learn about this guy, the more it, it kind of turns out that he's just kind of a, a Looney Tune. I would think, you know, I'm in the I'm in the same camp. Like I would think someone has to have it. But I don't know. The second they got maybe the the second they got got out where it is from him is when he hung himself allegedly when the security cameras were broken. Yeah, the FBI has it and they're just using it. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt that. Whatever intelligence agency has it is currently using it. Somebody has it. Do we do we do? I feel like doing a video on this guy. What a creep. It sounds like a Black Mirror episode. The police can enter your home unannounced, search your phone and computers, and arrest you for the things that you're reading, watching, or posting online. If you refuse, you could be sentenced to 12 months in prison. But it's not a Black Mirror episode. It's worse than that. It's real life. At this very moment, the government of Ireland is trying to pass a law before Christmas that will let the police go into people's homes and confiscate their phones and computers. Now you might think Ireland doesn't matter, that it could disappear tomorrow without much. Dang it, my left ear is enjoying this. Um, Zbob says, camp fetishes develop over time. You have to admit that some of these LGBT groomers probably wouldn't be grooming if they had less traumatizing childhood. Yeah, I would agree with that. I also think that a lot of fetishes uh, happen through prolonged and consistent pornography consumption. It's uh, like, um, you know, people watch like wilder and wilder stuff, you know? Who's a guest for tomorrow? Uh, let me look. I've had a couple people cancel that I haven't rescheduled. Um, let me check. I've got to get. I've got to get a few people rescheduled. Should I do a video on this? Uh, okay, let's go back here. Um. Uh, it was supposed to be nerdrotic and he canceled on me again. Um, so I'll try to get somebody else. Then next week is Melanie Mack, then Doomcock. He got double booked. It's fine. It happens. You know, Roseanne Barr didn't cancel on me, but you know, it's okay. There's a uh, video that's going uh, around on Twitter from uh, uh, investigative journalist, I believe, Michael Schellenberger. Um, and he's talking about a current test case for essentially the next phase of a global crackdown uh, by military intelligence forces. And, you know, I think that 
you know, uh, this is an important video. Uh, I know that, for example, you know, a lot of my viewership, it's all over the world. And so I try to cover things, um, you know, I, I try to cover things for, for everybody. Wait, it's lagging so bad it's impossible to watch. Oh no, that's not on my end. Maybe refresh. I think it's, I, or I guess, I, I guess what I'm saying is I, I think it's really important to look at what's happening in other spots of the world, especially because it gets, it, uh, it comes here, right? We see all this crazy hate speech stuff that's, you know, was over on in the UK and Canada and all this. And then now it's here in the United States. Uh, it always, you know, travels over here. There are test cases. And so we're going to take a look at this uh, next phase of a global crackdown um, because I think it's, well, quite frankly, pretty frightening after a super quick word from this video sponsor. So new Schellenberger says Ireland is the test case for the next phase of the global crackdown by military, military intelligence. Um, and he's got this video here, which we're going to go through. It's just two minutes long. Um, it sounds hopefully the sound, the music he chose was, uh, was, uh, fair, or, um, copyright free, but we'll see. It's like a black mirror episode. The police can enter your home unannounced, search your phone and computers and arrest you for the things that you're reading, watching, or posting online. This is not a, um, this is not a uncommon thing. We've seen this happening. I mean, a lot of people don't know this, but in the UK, if you don't pay your stupid TV license, they can come into your house and steal your stuff to pay the bill. They can reclaim enough valuable property from your house to pay your bill to uh, 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 pay, you know, they, they steal your stuff to, to settle the debt. You know, I, I, I could be at times guilty of underestimating just how bad things are here in the United States uh, because a lot of this stuff is already happening here. I mean, just look what they did to the, the people that dared to, to trespass on, on uh, the 6th of January. If you refuse, you could be sentenced to 12 months in prison. But it's not a Black Mirror episode. It's worse than that. It's real life. At this very moment, the government of Ireland is trying to pass a law before Christmas that will let the police go into people's homes and confiscate their phones and computers. Now, you might think Ireland doesn't matter, that it could disappear tomorrow without much impact. But Ireland... Who the heck thinks that? Shout out, Ireland. Ireland does matter. It's the test case for the next phase of the global crackdown by military and intelligence forces and their agents it's been happening over the last seven years. What they used to call a conspiracy theory has now been confirmed as true. Our research has exposed a far-reaching plan by military and intelligence agencies in the United States, Britain, and other nations to subvert the democratic process and engage in activities that have a basis in military techniques and which are tantamount to attempts at thought control. We already know. What does this look like in the United States? Well, this looks like them infiltrating every major tech company um, at the highest levels, go ahead and look at the LinkedIn for like Facebook, Google, YouTube, um, Instagram, 
and see how many CIA, former CIA and FBI agents are just publicly on the books there. Now think about the ones that are not on the books, like the ones we found in the Twitter files and the Facebook files, right? And that's just what they let us see. You know, just look at how many of these individuals were quietly, um, you know, infringing on Americans' First Amendment rights at Facebook and Twitter and other places, right? This isn't about censoring the far right. This is about censoring independent journalism. And if you're in Ireland, this is about censoring you. One understandable response to all this is to ignore it and hope it goes away or wish that mm. it won't affect you. Oh, but maybe it, will. it won't. But our ancestors fought and died for the right to speak our truths, particularly about controversial cultural and political issues. And already we're fighting back and making progress. The Irish government was forced to back off this law once already, and we can make them back off again. Free thinkers in the United States and around the world must stand up now for Ireland. We have to fight the totalitarians over there so that we don't have to fight them over here. Well, they're here already in a lot of ways. But the the idea that they can, yeah, you can go look up COINTELPRO. You can look up all sorts of things. We know that, you know, narrative shifts are, are happening. We also know, you know, here in the United States, I think this is why sites like Rumble are so important. This is why I do my daily show on Rumble every single day from 1 to 3 Eastern. Is because fighting for free speech and, and deploying, employing whatever particular tools you might be able to deploy or employ is so incredibly important. You know, it's so incredibly difficult to reach people who even just want you to reach them, right? The people that I want to reach out to, the people that I want to talk to, 1.1 million people on YouTube alone, barely 100,000 of them see my videos when I upload them. Now, I know lots of people, you know, move on and they don't necessarily go and unsubscribe. They just don't watch your videos, all this kind of stuff. But the police state here in the United States is right there out in the open. Again, I, I, again, I ask, you know, look at what they did to the people that they deemed inconvenient politically. You know, people like Owen Schroyer, they put that kid in prison, never even stepped foot in the Capitol. Okay. Didn't mind all those Palestinian, pro-Palestinian people throwing paint and damaging property at the Capitol though. Didn't mind the insurrection that happened in Madison. Didn't mind the insurrection that happened in Nashville. Not a single arrest, not a single family ruined by the FBI from, that, from what I've seen. We need to send a message to the politicians and the police that the world stands with the people of Ireland and their first and fundamental right. Please share this message. I'm doing that. Consider donating to a special free speech fund at censorshipindustrialcomplex.org. Well, I don't know about donating any money. I suppose if people want to do that, they can. I always am very cautious. I'm protective of my viewers when it comes to donations and things of that nature because, you know, most of the time these things end up as a, you know, black hole.
This so-called hate speech bill isn't what it seems. It's not a bill about protecting Irish people from hate crimes. It's a Trojan horse designed to control the world's big tech companies, Twitter, X, Facebook, Google, and YouTube. This is a free speech emergency. We thought this legislation was gone, dead, um, and it's not. The Irish government is using recent riots as an excuse to ram the leg legislation through before Christmas. You know, I think, you know, ultimately, um, ultimately, this is, this is a big deal, right? This is, this is, you know, <clears throat> I'm not going to pretend that I'm some sort of freedom fighter sitting here with pita chips and, and meal waters in my, in my desk, you know, here in Wisconsin. But I will say that, you know, I'll continue to signal boost and inform, <clears throat> fight back against this stuff. And I, the way I do that is by embracing new technology, new platforms. Long before I ever had to deal with Rumble, I was, you know, on BitChute, Odyssey, VidMe, if you remember that. <clears throat> Even that one site that burnt up in like a very short period of time, StoryFire. Any platform that exists, mines, you know, Truth, Gab, I'm on all of them. That's how I fight back because they're less likely to be as easily controlled. This is not a drill. This is not about Ireland. This is a totalitarian effort by global elites who censor all of us. It's right there in black and white. Quote, one of the key features of the bill, write two attorneys with a leading Irish law firm, quote, is the provision for offenses by corporate bodies. How could big tech companies avoid censorship? You guessed it, by agreeing to the regulation of their content by the government. The current iteration of the bill provides a defense for the corporate body to show that it took all reasonable steps and exercised due, dil due diligence to avoid the commission of a particular offense. Therefore, to establish and maintain such defense, companies will need to have the appropriate processes and procedures in place. The Irish government is almost certainly not acting alone. As my colleagues and I have reported, the demand for censorship is coming directly from the military's intelligence agencies and their front groups in the United States, the United Kingdom, and around the world. The intelligence communities of the Five Eyes nations, US, UK, Australia, Canada, and New Zealand, have been working together to censor ordinary citizens and politicians alike for disfavored speech for the last several years. This is not a time to mince words. What governments are doing against our, is against the law. They are violating our constitutions of the nations that the people elected them to uphold. Because of the high level of secrecy they're using, we can't say whether or not they are rogue elements within governments or whether these orders are coming from heads of state. But we do know that demands for censorship have come both directly from the United States military and from heads of state in Western nations around the world. What's happening should terrify all freedom-loving people. We must fight back. It starts with recognizing what's going on. So there's some other free speech leaders worth following here. Ben Scalin, I'll follow him. Uh, free Speech Ireland, I'll follow them. Um, you know, this is nuts. This is, this is nuts, and this is not just Ireland, right? This is coming everywhere. It's going to be a scary time, especially this election year. Please share this video, share the message, and let people know. It's a wild time.
So definitely a wild time indeed. Dooby dooby doo. Dooby dooby doo. By the way, <clears throat> want to remind you, this stream is sponsored by Field of Greens. It's something I take. I don't say that if I don't. The apples in your holiday pie taste amazing, but not exactly the recommended five servings of fruits and vegetables. The Mayo Clinic says if you want to help prevent heart disease, lower blood pressure and cholesterol, eat five servings of fruit and vegetables a day, which is almost impossible. That's why I need to check out Field of Greens. Every fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected by doctors to support your vital organs, like heart, lungs, kidneys, and immune system. The holidays are here, and, you're need to and you're, you need to stay healthy. Plus, you'll notice your skin, hair, and nails look healthier, too. Field of Greens is the simplest way to get those daily fruits and veggies in. It tastes amazing. For me, it's about just banging it out. Put it in a, make a, you put it in a, a glass of water, drink it, and get after it. Field of Greens is the simplest way to get that. Let me get you started with 15% off your first order. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code the quartering one word. That's promo code the quartering at fieldofgreens.com, fieldofgreens.com. It's also in the description below. Thanks to you. I now have a Rumble addiction. Rumble's getting so much better. Like their app is constantly improving. Um, I can see that like my video views on like my kind of like normie topics uh, are getting better. There's, you know, more and more people watching like my videos about Disney and this, that, and the other thing. It's a slow roll, right? But when I started uploading, I was getting like three to 5,000 views per video. Now I get like 10 to 15,000 views per video. Maybe this time next year, I'll be getting 30 to 35,000 videos, you know, views per video. That's, that starts adding up. You know what I mean? Like that stuff adds up and, um, you know, they're going to bring in advertisers. So, you know, content creators will be more interested, you know, be more likely to want to, uh, advertise here. I mean, forget, okay, fine. Apple and you know, whatever they want to say, what they want to say, they don't want to advertise here. I don't know if that's true or not. Right. But like, there are plenty of people that do. You should look into Fergie. He's an heir to the Cox fortune. Huh. He's got $250 million to spend on communist revolution. Great. Yeah, Rumble supports small creators. I know, Dan, I saw you're in that program. Absolutely. They need to promote certain creators more, though. Look, I mean, that's maybe... That's maybe true, like normie content stuff, but also like creators need to promote themselves too. I think one of the things that, you know, gets annoying, obviously I get, I say this as a, you know, contracted, uh, <laughs> uh, rumble guy, but I see this with a lot of like YouTubers that want to come over here and they're like, um, oh, well, you know, I uploaded my videos and I didn't just magically get a bunch of views. Well, yeah, you still need to put in the grind. The difference is that you, you don't have to, uh, be censored, you know?
Also, the you guys already know my holiday gift boxes. They're the best. It's now only like a few weeks before Christmas. Coffee Brand Coffee is my company. We roast our own beans. All this stuff. Uh, we have the best gift boxes, I think, out there. They sell out every year. Um, and they're selling fast. I mean, I could tell you right now, we've already sold 79 today. They sell fast. And so I want to remind people, um, coffeebrandcoffee.com, pre-made gift boxes. We also have this customized gift box builder. So even if you, the person that you need to get a gift for doesn't drink coffee, um, we have 15 organic teas. We have four real cacao cocos. We have um, a, just a ton of premium snacks that you can build and put out there. And uh, you can build it. It comes in a nice box. Just stick a bow on it, hand it to them. You don't even have to wrap it. So promo code best gift is uh, one word. You can also save 10% on it. Rumble's premium channel status as well. It's like X with blue checks. The higher your status, the more you get pushed. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that. Lots going on still. What do you guys got going on this week? All right. One of my favorite things to report on on this channel is bad news for Disney. Disney getting destroyed, wrecked, instant regret. All these type of things. It's all fun for me. I just I just really enjoy things going really bad for Rumble or for for Rumble. Bad oh my news. god. <laughs> I'm going to start that over. Bad news for Disney. It's one of my all-time favorite things to report on on this channel. Disney getting destroyed, wrecked, instant regretted, epic failing. Their movies tanking at the box office. It's a core topic that I cover on this channel. And I'm so happy to report on yet another embarrassment for Disney on top of a new desperate move that they're doing to try and generate some money before the end of the year. Now there's any number of stories that we could talk about. We talked about earlier this week, how they gave up on the Marvels. They stopped reporting on the box office for that movies or for that movie, because it had lost them. It's going to lose them somewhere around two to $300 million in losses. Now they think, or they hope that perhaps, um, you know, you're going to have a situation where, um, you know, people are going to go see this movie over the holiday season, but that's not going to happen. Oh, and also they're in trouble for bribes, kickbacks, back taxes. And now the state of Carolina has announced that the entire state is divesting from Disney. <sighs> if only there were a phrase, you know, it's like I've always say, all you have to do is serve your customers. All you have to do is serve your customers and, you know, not get political and not get weird about stuff. 
They just literally can't do that. South Carolina state funds will no longer be tied to Disney as Republicans blast the company for pulling ads on Twitter, the platform for our annex platform formerly known as Twitter. South Carolina state treasurer Curtis Loftus announced on Tuesday that the Walt Disney Company is being removed from the Palmetto State's approved investment list. In a letter, he argued that Disney has abandoned its, fidu- its, its fiduciary duty to investors by boycotting X. Loftus's office portfolio has about $105 million of Disney debt instruments that will mature as scheduled and will not be replaced, according to the treasurer. Loftus says he will focus on the equ- uh, equity portfolio in the coming weeks. Disney has abandoned its fiduciary duty to investors and customers by joining far-left activists in boycotting legal, tax-paying, employment-creating corporations to further Disney's political agenda, he said in a statement on Tuesday. Loftus also bashed the company over CEO Bob Iger's pulling of advertising on X. The platform's owner, Elon Musk, has been embroiled in a firestorm over X and raised eyebrows when he rebuked those pulling ads from it. Don't advertise, Musk said, speaking at the 2023 Dealbook Summit. If someone's going to try and blackmail me with advertising, with money, go F yourself. And by the way, he's 100% right about that. It's not exactly how I would have went about it. I probably would have waited until you know X was a little bit more ready to generate revenue. Um, but he's still correct in that Part of the infringement on our First Amendment rights, part of a lot of what we saw with Twitter 1.0 when it uh, when it was under Jack Dorsey's care was that they were listening to advertisers and then using that to censor users. They were happy to uh, have advertisers, you know, people who spent a bunch of money on the platform were sending emails like, ooh, I don't know. This Trump guy, I don't know. What's Twitter going to do? And Twitter was happy to acquiesce to that. Elon is not. Musk seemed to target Iger when specifically during the event, pointing and saying, hi, Bob. Multi-billion dollar corporations should not engage in boycotts designed to silence legitimate debate, Lochtus said. Since America's founding... (laughs) 